1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: Please be advised that Gen X This Is Why contains adult language. You don't train a goat. Goats do whatever the fuck they want. Hi and welcome to Gen X This Is Why, the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media of our shared childhood. My name is Amy and I'm a proud Gen Xer born in 1977. And I'm her sister Jenny, born in 1974. Today we continue our look at Little House on the Prairie with Season 3, Episode 8, Fred. The description reads, after working temporarily for some neighbors, Laura decides to take their problematic billy goat instead of money. The neighbors are thrilled to have Fred off their hands, but now the Ingalls Ingalls family is forced to deal with him, and he's not exactly the ideal family pet. The description reads, there's an annoying fucking goat. (laughs) This is my favorite episode of all time. It's it's (laughs) ridiculous. I I love it. It wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. I love Because I was laughing. (laughs) But it was just like, why do we have a whole entire episode dedicated to this goat? You mean, why do we have a goat raining hijinks down on the unsuspecting citizens of Walnut Grove for 45 minutes? I don't know. I loved it. (laughs) And I love how they would super zoom on the goat (laughs) eye and then he would go into a rampage. So insane. Okay, Jenny, let's for one minute just talk about Patreon. Um, as you guys know, we launched our Patreon December 1st. So thank you if you've signed up. If not, you can head over to patreon.com slash genx. This is why, and you get some bonus content over there. This is weird because you're talking about this in the past tense, but it hasn't happened yet. It's very Star Trek. Oh, you're letting people see the sausage being made, Jen. <laughs> it's very Star Trek, which <laughs> I'll get into later. We do we do record our Little House <laughs> episodes like two or three weeks ahead of time, just in case one of us has a meltdown and can't do it. I'm in a temporal time shift. So um, this will air, what, in December? In December sometime, yeah. So in December, so the way we're structuring the Patreon is you're going to get two bonus episodes. So they can be anything. They can be Time Capsule, which we did with Challenger, and we really enjoyed that. It gives Jenny a chance to be all researchy. They can be blockbusters. They can be, uh, what else did we say? Like, we're going to do some Q&A, some quiz show, some behind the scenes. A brief history of the British monarchy. No, we're not doing that. Okay. Although I did want to talk to you about something. i'm gonna put this out i'm gonna spring this on you on air (laughs) we might want to talk about the crown season four because the princess die yeah like it was happening while we were growing up the ira is involved and it's pretty interesting that's a good time capsule one maybe Mm -hmm. so think about that Uh, mimi's uh if you want us to do that come come at jenny because i'm already i'll be all over that shit i'll be all over that shit are you kidding me
1: yeah i think think
0: are you nuts yeah, I think it might be good to do, because I have a lot of thoughts about it, and, you know, we all remember watching that wedding of Princess Di and Charles. Can we also do Star Trek Discovery? It's so good. No. <sighs> no, we can't. No, okay, we can if we could do Peaky Blinders. No. Nope. No. <laughs> okay, so that's just some of the stuff that you're going to get on Patreon, so... Again, it's patreon.com slash Gen X. This is why it's five bucks a month to to get all this bonus content. Eight dollars a month if you want to snap into hero mode. If you want special treatment. <laughs> if you, <laughs> if you want, want to pay for special treatment. Yeah, if you want special treatment. Jenny, I feel like you're somebody who pays for special treatment. Oh, there's no question. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I imagine you're the bitch that when you're getting on the airplane, you pay extra to board first uh or to stand in the line with less people i mean i try to travel in business class whenever i can so mm-hmm. that comes with that mm-hmm. no i mean some of that depends if it's if it's like 200 dollars to board five minutes early i'm not there early so it doesn't matter for me i'm always running late so the bro- paying to board early doesn't matter but if i could pay for a slightly bigger seat or like a premium location i'll do that would you pay extra to reserve like a two-foot square space on a subway where nobody can touch you yes a (laughs) hundred percent what would you go to a hundred dollars a month it depends it depends on the rules (laughs) (laughs) if i could still hear and see people then that might not be worth it okay all right so anyway so that's our patreon head over there you can either be ride or die or hero mode we'll love you either way all right jenny so let's get into this I mean, this is going to take me 10 minutes to cover. My favorite episode. We open on an annoying goat. Oh, my God. I'm like, love him already. Already clearly amazing. Some old dude is tending to a horse while looking disappointingly at the goat. The guy's (laughs) name is Rufus Parsons. I mean, Fred is already trouble. Like, it's just in his posture. Like, you can just see it. So the man in the barn is tending to a horse, and he bends over, and the goat headbutts him and pushes him right through the wall of a barn. So I thought at first that was because he had a red handkerchief in his pocket, but then I remembered that's bulls and not goats. Right, right. And that is called headbutting, right? Yeah, Yeah. sure. Ramming, head ramming. I don't know. I don't know the technical Did I ever tell you that Graham used to use the term ramrodding? Okay. I don't know. I, I feel like it was quite like almost sexual because <laughs> she would say like about a man who would run around. She would say he was ramrodding all over town. Well, that's probably a phrase. No. <laughs> Does she mean rabble rousing? I don't know what she yet. meant. I have no idea. Anyway. Um, okay. I don't blame Fred on this. That guy was an asshole. Yeah, that's true. So the man's name is Rufus Parsons and Laura and Rufus's wife happened to see this happen because all of a sudden, we have this subplot of Laura working. They're wolfmen. For the They're wolfmen. They're wolfmen. They are wolfmen by their very definition. <laughs> I'm like, who is this lady? Definition. What is this yep. job? Yeah. Why couldn't the goat be owned by Doc Baker? Or a neighbor that yeah. Laura doesn't have to work for. Yeah. Rewrite this. It makes no sense. <sighs> Laura's walking by. She sees the goat getting mistreated. and She's like, I'll take that goat off your hands. There. I rewrote it. <laughs> Or Laura's over at the Edwards house and they have an ornery goat and Laura's like, I'll take them off your hands. Sure, Done. I feel like Mr. Edwards wouldn't let that happen. Okay. So this guy freaks out and says that he's going to shoot the goat dead, like right there. <laughs> and then the goat is a, Oh, the insults in this episode are amazing. A demented pea brained lop-eared disaster. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to shoot the gun right now. Or I'm going to shoot the goat right now. Go get my gun. This is what he's saying. Laura's trying to get paid, and this is what's going on. Yep. And I wrote, Laura's appalled, and for some reason these people owe her money. Oh, wait, this is another example of them dropping us into the building. Yeah, because we have no idea what she's doing. What Mm -mm. what, what, what was she doing for this money? No idea. I don't know. As Rufus is attempting to do math, which is like me doing math. This was painful. Wow. He thought 4 times 10 was 30. Well, of course he dismisses Laura because she's a a young girl yeah. who is way smarter than he is and can do this math. I mean, I could see a world where I think four times 10 is 30. <laughs> I'm not far from it. Is it that bad? <laughs> <laughs> Laura says the goat doesn't seem too bad. And, and oh, Rufus no. says, no, the goat is ornery. And that is one of my favorite words. Ornery. I mean, Graham so used bad. it all the time. Mm-hmm. Graham had a best friend who she used to describe as ornery all the time. Oh, I know who that was. Uh Uh-huh. So the dude is struggling to pay Laura 40 cents. It's a disaster. He only has like 37 cents. I don't know what's happening. I'm just like, already, I know what's going to (laughs) happen. Dumbass Laura is going to screw herself out of this money. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So she takes the goat and Rufus is ecstatic and says Laura has an eye for, quote, prime goat types. But <laughs> the fuck does that mean? <laughs> First of all, the guy doesn't want the goat. You don't have to give up the money for this goat. Just take both. Right. And say, right. hey, while you're at it, I'll right. take that goat off your hands. Yeah. You don't have to pay him for the goat. He doesn't even want it. Laura, but Jen, flip of a switch, he turns into a slimy salesperson. And is like this goat is she a doesn't special. Have to. She already wants it. This goat is a one of a kind goat. He's great. Yeah, because he's Billy the knows. goat. Are endangered for sure. Yeah, he's the goat, Jen. <laughs> he's the goat. All right. So back at the house, Mary's at the table complaining about writing. And Laura returns home with the goat. <laughs> and you hear it outside. You hear it bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Like, What's going on? Caroline and Mary run out to see what the hell's happening. And Caroline's not too thrilled while Laura's telling her the story about the goat. Okay. About how Laura saved Fred's life. They're trying to figure out what to name it. Yes. So Mary likes the goat and suggests they name him William the Conqueror. I hate her. I have an index card. I have an index card. (laughs) I almost wasn't even going to include that in the summary. (laughs) 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 Who is William the Conqueror slash William the Bastard? So Mary is suggesting that this goat be named William the Conqueror, which has nothing really to do with anything. I'm going to take a nap. Just alert me. But she said William the Conqueror, so... Born in 1028, he was the illegitimate son of the Duke of Normandy when Edward the Confessor, who was the the last, well, he wasn't the last, he was the second to last Anglo-Saxon king, died childless in 1066. The English crown was offered to Harold Godwinson, so he was the last Anglo-Saxon leader. Even though it had originally been offered to William, so you can imagine how that goes when someone's promised the crown of a country and then it's given to someone else. so inevitably William leads a, the Norman army a, the Norman army across the channel. so that's the Normans, that's the Norse the Norsemen settled in France, became the Normans. they're invading England, and that that starts that he wins at the Battle of Hastings, and that ushers in the mona, the modern dynasties that we know that Elizabeth's Bardo. Hey guys, I'm back. Are you done yet, Jen? No. William was a powerful man who had grown up fearing for his life and trusting no one. How Gen X is that? (laughs) I feel like I need a t-shirt or, wait, merch alert. Fearing for my life and trusting no one. (laughs) Imposed harsh rule on England, introducing the feudal system. Thanks for that. Enlisting the nation's wealth in the doomsday book so he could tax it regularly. He was merciless to anyone who stood in his way. So should we name this goat William the Conqueror? I he don't He might know. be a better William. Maybe Le... he might maybe. be. He might be. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are we naming the goat? Fred. Fred. Okay. <laughs> Fred the Friendly or some shit like that. Yeah. So Laura's like, I like Fred. Fred the Friendly Goat. Jenny, did you catch Laura when she's taking Fred into the barn, saying she has to go study her intos? <laughs> yes. Division. I think she. Yep. Division. Ten goes into sixty how many times? <laughs> I'm like, I like this kid. Okay. Next we have Shirtless oh, Paw. Shirtless My God. For Christ's sake. For Christ's sake, what is this scene? Oh, my God. I don't care. This <laughs> was scene fantastic. Was literally just a vehicle to show naked, half-naked Michael Landon. Jenny, I've had the Shirtless Paw air horn ready every single episode. What does he do? We it. didn't, need to, this. We didn't need to see this. I don't care. I don't care what he's doing. But I have a question. So these people drive by. It's those who is it that drives by? It's the Whipples. I think you're right. I think it's the Whipples. So they're driving by on the like highway. Is it Granville? Oh no, he's dead. It's Mrs. (laughs) Whipple and somebody else. And Charles is like walking halfway out of the pond. Is he naked? I hope so. Like, wh- <laughs> why would you, like, oh, I gotta hide? Like, if he only is shirtless. I don't know. Like, I could imagine him being like this weird modesty thing where she came and see him shirtless. Oh, true. But yeah. I don't know. Like, you always have to assume this layer of yes. religion. Urbanical. Yes, yeah. over them. Okay, so we see Paul, and I wrote, is he naked? Because when somebody drives by, he dives underwater. So How I does, was like, asking—is this random thing? scene just to show him without a shirt? Like, what? We didn't need to see this. Then he's carrying like some some cat nine tails. Yep, and then he's covered in seaweed. I don't know what's happening here. It's gross. Like, what does that? Or it's algae. The, like, it's not seaweed. Uh, but you know what I mean? It's not seaweed. <laughs> okay. So Charles gets home and he's all muddy and beat up. He's been working in a swamp for three days to gather something, which we cat, and nine, cat, cat and nine tails later. Yeah, he um. Or I think the technical name is cattails. Yes. What like he needs a fucking agent. What is this guy doing? Why did he take this? He's gathering them for eight dollars. Oh my god. Now here's another question. Caroline tells him there's a hot tub and and dry clothes in the barn. How did she know when he'd be home? And how did she have the water hot? I know that's pretty amazing. She's fantastic though, so I imagine she figured it out. I mean, she probably it's probably sundown, right? He can't work past sundown. No, it was like, mm, no, it wasn't Sunday. It was earlier than Sunday? Yeah. I have no idea. I don't want to say middle creskin. of the day because I don't think it was. She's creskin. I don't know. And you know what, Jen? I've been there. Like, Timmy has come home from work looking like that many times. There <laughs> The other day, I was vacuuming dirt out of my bed from where Oh, my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't you just wash your sheets? Like I do usually, but I had just put them on. I'm like, I'm just going to sweep <laughs> this dirt away. Um, there have been times when he was working on the bridges in the polar vortex. Oh right, that I was insane that. like I would literally I we that. would be putting so much clothes on him like we dedicated so much of our energy to keeping Timmy warm. <laughs> all right, so Charles goes to relax in the tub in the barn, but the goat is there. Jen. what does Fred do? Do you think he butts him right in the ass and knocks him flying out of the barn like he catches air. You could really get hurt from a headbutt. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Ask any rodeo clown. Yes. <laughs> Ask. Uh, we just watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and Ruby Sue's eyes got crossed because she got <laughs> headbutted by a mule. It was a mule. She got, got headbutted by a mule. No, and she got kicked by a horse to fix oh. them. I don't think a mule would headbutt you. I don't know. Whatever. She fell down a well to make them go crazy. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So that was completely <laughs> wrong. Okay, later at dinner, Mary cannot stop giggling over this. That would be me. Oh, wait, I have a question. Amy, how long would we laugh about this if this happened to dad? I would still be laughing about it <laughs> if I was 12 when it happened. I mean, you have, like, I feel for Mary and Laura. They're not going to be able to stop laughing. Hilarious. Hilarious. Charles is kind of pissed, and Laura feels bad. I think Charles is pissed, but not really. Oh, he's pissed! No, 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 he's pissed. Uh, oh. And then he, and then he goes through this like laundry list of all the shit Fred has done. I'm <laughs> like, Fred had a wild night. <laughs> so Laura's protecting. Laura's feels bad for Fred, and she said like he was protecting the barn. And then that's when Paul's like he's doing all this crazy yeah. shit. No way. <laughs> Laura tries desperately to find a way that Fred can be helpful. Maybe he could eat weeds in Ma's garden. Charles is like no, or Caroline's like nope. He'll eat the veggies too. This was an opportunity for the Ingalls to start goat yoga. They could have been a hundred years ahead of their time. They could have been. Mary chimes in with some random facts about cattail weeds. And then I wrote, this must be what Charles is gathering. No, I looked, I, but I, I looked that up. I don't know that because she said they build furniture from it. Right. I don't, I can't find evidence of that anymore. She said they make chair seats. Oh. And some other furniture. furniture. Because woven, they can weave it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Because I'm like, the wood, they don't use the stalks they can use for certain things. Which, can we discuss something? Do you remember when we were little and we lived in the apartment and there was the grapevine? Yes. And we would park our bikes under the grapevine and we would pull pieces off of the grapevine and try to weave them together to make vests. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We tried to make vests out of a lot of things why were we so I don't know. desperate to make a vest i feel like it was related to video games somehow how no you always had vests in video games um people okay so mary's like people make furniture and chair seats and pa says he doesn't give a fuck as long as he gets paid They use they use the seeds to like stuff stuff too it's actually pretty versatile later in bed jen laura's asking mary for help and mary's useless why is Laura's cap off and Mary's not? When do you wear a cap to bed? When do you not wear a cap to bed? I don't know. I don't, I feel like lice is just rampant. So who knows? Stacey, help us. <laughs> right. Stacey, will know. why are you wearing a bed cap? <laughs> Stacy, let us know what to do with our hair at night. <laughs> will that help? <laughs> She's, Jen, one thing that Mary does say is that they make nice purses and gloves out of goat leather. Wow,
2: harsh.
0: <laughs> then she says, "Oh, Paul will feel different in the morning." Blah blah blah. Paul
1: meanwhile, hella
0: sore in the morning. Meanwhile, downstairs, Charles is all chilling in bed, and Caroline is begging him to sleep in until six. He can't, Jen. He's too busy. God. And I wrote, the goat is totally going to eat those cattails. <laughs> yeah, Just nobody yeah. see this happening. I know. He must as well put like eight bales of hay there in front of him. Charles starts to drift off and he hears a commotion and Fred bleating. bleating, Bleating. Is that what that's called? Yes. Am I saying that? Um, am I enunciating that enough? I know I recognize the word, but I didn't know that's what that I was I don't called. want people to think I'm saying he's bleeding, because that's a different story. <laughs> it's a story for another time. The next morning, Laura's trying to go feed Fred, and guess what, Jen? Fred is loose. He is a badass. He, he is broke free. his leash. Which Who put the goat on a leash? You are not going to keep this goat down, people. No mm-hmm. way. So he went over and he ate all of these. The like yeah, the okay. Yeah. I want to say something. Laura's coming out of the barn. Jack is acting up. She's trying to wrangle him. She's looking to feed the other animal. I'm like, this is my life. Okay. But Laura has no option and she didn't all well, the goat. She had an option with, yeah. but you do this to yourself. I'm trying to corral three animals all the time. Yes to yourself. I can't watch this episode. This was a freaking nightmare for <laughs> me You have to watch. this like in the bathroom on your iPad. I had to watch it with the mute on most of the time. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Charles comes out. He sees Fred has done this and he goes berserk. And I don't blame him. He calls him a menace. <laughs> he calls him a menace. And here's the funniest part. When Charles is walking away, he yells, <laughs> Get away from me, Jack. <laughs> Poor Jack. He just takes it out on Jack. Jack's just sitting there like, I was just enjoying him getting in trouble. And every mother in the world went, yeah, I get that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get away from me, Jack. Jack, as a representative of the animal world, yeah, taken the, the heat. Things get a little dark here. <laughs> we see Edwards. I, I feel kind of good about this scene. I feel like we're getting a little old Edwards back again. Yeah, but... Uh... Edwards is trucking through the woods singing Old Man Tucker. Does he literally not know any other songs? I hate this song. Jen, who's hot on his trail? It's the return of? Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Edwards has something hidden in the woods. He's making moonshine, right? It's a speakeasy, and I'm so happy that Edwards has a speakeasy. Is it moonshine? It's probably some kind of. Raisins and rum. You didn't do your fucking card on this? I, there was like 10 things I wanted to do a card on in this, and that was one of them. It's some kind of moonshot. Okay, let's pause here and just see. It's a, distilled, it's a distilled liquor or a fermented liquor. Pause. Okay, we're back. And I'm not 100% confident in Jenny's answer, but Jenny, go ahead. Give the answer. Rum is made from sugar. I'm 100% confident in that answer. Okay. So it was he's the alcohol make, made from sugar, so he's making rum. Yeah, I love him. I love him. I'm so happy that he has a speakeasy <laughs> back again. Like this, he's got something going on. So Carl's Jr. calls out to him, and Edwards yells, quote, What in sassafras? <laughs> I don't even understand what he's saying half the time. <laughs> Edwards tells Carl's Jr. that he's inventing he's in this tent. I'm inventing. And not to tell anyone. Don't tell anyone I'm inventing in this tent. Then he says he's making a new kind of turpentine. And I wrote, this is not going to end well. Like, is no. he going to turn into a drunk? He already is a drunk. Yeah, but he's been on the wagon, hasn't he? Well, clearly he's off. <laughs> worry I mean, about him before school and he's taking like shufflefuls of rum. <laughs> So it's got to be like eight o'clock in the morning. Is he spite relapsing for somebody? <laughs> All right. At school, Laura decides to pawn the goat off on Willie. This, this is, is great. Funny. Laura tells him the goat can be used to make goat cheese. And nope. that's the no. best kind of cheese there is. No. She's not wrong. She is wrong. It's a male goat. I know, but she's not wrong about goat cheese being the best cheese there is. I disagree Yum. that goat cheese is the best cheese there is, but it is delicious. It's delicious. Cut to Willie totally buys this and he brings the goat home. He ties it up. Mrs. Olson, first of all, was doing laundry. I was like, they're not rich enough to have servants. That's right. I was stunned. Stunned. So she's doing her own laundry and Willie's like jabbering on, ties the goat up and goes back to school. She turns around. There's the goat. Freaks out. She freaks out. And then of course the goat headbutts her. (laughs) She sets the goat free. She sets the goat free and then he butts her. And then he butts her, rams her. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Whatever it is they do. Okay. So Harriet. She ends up in a pile of mud. Harriet runs over to the school screaming for Laura. And she's covered in mud. And Miss Beetle is like, What's going on? on this is the best. <laughs> this is the greatest. Harriet calls Laura a swindling moppet. <laughs> I love it so much. Well, it's great because when Willie was telling Harriet that he got the goat from Laura, Harriet was like, you know, you have to go easy on her. You're the businessman. She's not. Like, mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. don't rip her off. And now she's like, Laura is a swindler. My poor Willie. Jen, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's a swindling Moppet. I love and it so much. I want a mug with that on it. Miss Beetle is just like, I can't with this. Everyone get inside. <laughs> <laughs> get inside. So Harriet says Laura swindled him because obviously Billy Goats can't make cheese. Right. Which Laura, is true. She did swindle him. Right. She's caught red-handed and she returns all the shit that he gave her for the Which you know. was a lot. That was a good deal, Laura. It was like Aggies <laughs> and <end> money. <laughs> yeah, money. Oh so then the greatest part ever, the goats missing. The kids go back into <laughs> the class and he's eating Mary's essay. <laughs> This this goat is a boss. He is eating Mary's homework, like, just standing there in the front of the classroom, like, chomp, chomp, chomp. And I wrote, oh, no, did she back it up before she printed it? (laughs) She screwed. She has to do it all over again. Thank God she turned it in, and, like, Miss Beetle saw it. So she knew she turned it in. Miss Beetle said she'd be grading it this weekend, though, so she didn't get a look at it. No, but she saw it was done. Mm -hmm. Otherwise... Mary would have to be like a goat ate my homework. <laughs> <laughs> Laura and Carl's Jr. are by the creek and Laura is sulking. What is she going to do about this goddamn goat, Jen? What is she going to do? I think Carl's Jr. is entering ride or die territory. <laughs> I, think so, thing. I think so thing. too. On that goat thing, It's like, I love Fred too. And it's like, this goat is terrorizing the whole town. And he's like, yeah, I like him too. Well, you know what he says, which was so adorable. I really like Carl. He goes being popular just ain't one of his main points <laughs> and i thought you know what i could use that to describe jenny okay Even so social just ain't one of her main points he's not bad he's just misunderstood and i'd <laughs> like to take this moment to remember jude oh god this was amy's cat who was amazing no he and Amy just horrible. didn't understand how amazing he was He was horrible. And didn't see him for for the brilliance that that he had. That cat terrorized me. Like, I love cats, guys, but I've had just a string of bad luck with cats. (laughs) He terrorized me. I mean, I don't think I slept for, like, the two years I had him. (laughs) He would cry to get into my bedroom. When I'd let him in, he'd be running around knocking shit down in the middle of the night. And I'm a light sleeper. So, like, that kind of stuff just wakes me right up. Then if I try to keep him out of the bedroom... He would scratch at the door incessantly to get in. I liked when he'd be outside and he'd jump on your bedroom screen. Oh, yeah. Scratch it. <laughs> he, he was a maniac. I don't want to talk about it. And he's like, this cat's feral. Meanwhile, like, the cat's sleeping, curled up on the girl's bed. Mm-hmm, like, he's mm-hmm. not feral. He was feral. <sighs> okay. Um, then I wrote, the answer is staring Laura right in the face. Like, here's Carl's Jr. ride or die saying how much he likes this goat. Yes, the, Carl here. the goddamn goat. And of course I wrote, I could already see this goat getting into Edward's hooch. Yeah. There's no question that's going to happen. So they finally put two the, the hooch. In. The hooch shack is the unfired gun on the set. <laughs> <laughs> Chekhov's <off's> gun. <laughs> so they finally put two and two together and they decide to give the goat to Edward's gem because he has a way with the critters. In fact, Paul told Laura that one time he sweet talked a bear out of a honey tree. No, he doesn't have a way with the critters. He almost got killed by a bear a couple episodes ago. <laughs> Did we not forget the wingsaw incident? <laughs> that was, that was, that, I don't know. That might be my favorite episode. This is the second. That was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So they get there and the goat headbutts Edwards. So that's a no. <laughs> and he does this comical flying through the air uh-huh, thing. Uh huh. So Carl's Jr. and Laura need to store the goat somewhere that night. So they decide to put him in the secret hooch hut. Carl, I'm calling it the hooch hut. Carl has a plan. And my question is, what is his plan here? Do it, Does he really think like, I'm going to lock up this crazy ass goat with turpentine that will supposedly <laughs> take skin off, which is what Edwards told him that was. How, how is this going to end well for anyone? <laughs> Jenny, is it a, we'll have to decide. Is it a hooch hut or is it the rum shack? (laughs) The rum shack. I don't know. Rum shack. All right. So, (laughs) so uh, Carl's Jr. Explains that Edwards is making turpentine there. And Laura's like, wait, they use raisins and sugar to make turpentine. (laughs) (laughs) Laura's like onto it a little bit, I think. (laughs) So the next day, Charles, we have this little throwaway scene where Charles is meeting the dude that he's been harvesting the cattail leaves for. And his name is Phineas Jinx, and he decides to, to screw Charles out of money and only gives him $5 instead of the promised 8 I have two important questions here. Okay. Has the chicken cro- coop grown larger? There's a whole chicken area. I know. <laughs> I know. Finally, it. finally they're, they're keeping, they're corralling these chickens. Yes. They're not free-range chickens anymore. No. Because, like, they're... They, they've they been all over the place and they've gotten killed by tornadoes and stuff. So I guess yes. they're trying to like help them. Yes. And then when is Charles going to learn to make a contract? When is he going to learn this? I don't know if they did those things. They have then. contracts. The guy says he has a contract with someone later. That's true. That's true. But I think Jen, those are the, that's business talk. Contracts are as old as time. We didn't trust anyone from the beginning. Okay. So back to, oh, so Charles is like, whatever, dude, just fucking load it yourself. I'm out My of here. So Laura and Carl's Jr. Meanwhile, find Fred and he's drunk, Jen. He's, he's he's quote unquote sick. He drank all the turpentine in their minds. Yeah, so girl, they think he's going to die. This goat is legit a maniac. And the now keeps, he's wasted. The go keeps burping. <laughs> No. So, where do you take something that's sick in Walnut Grove? I would kill someone if they brought me to Doc Baker's with a hangover. <laughs> when I was drunk, he's actually still drunk. So they drag him to Doc Baker's, and Laura tells Doc Baker that Fred's been poisoned, which is and, what they think has happened. Right, and Doc Baker's like, mm, he's drunk. <laughs> he's a drunken goat. Meanwhile, outside, is talk- a lumberjack on payday. Yes, he is. <laughs> Meanwhile grace is outside with edwards and they're like talking or something she's delivering a package to doc baker so they're like around in the vicinity when doc baker comes flying out because he's been headbutted by fred he comes flying (laughs) out into the creek amazing Edwards rushes over and he's like are you okay are you okay what are you doing in the creek doc (laughs) baker yells that the goat is drunk and Grace just laughs. And then Edwards puts it all together, and his face just drains of color. No, he doesn't right away. He like He's like, Carl, because they're like, explain this, Carl, or whatever. And, he, and Edward, and Carl goes, but Dad. And he goes, Carl, like, you know, what have you been up to or something? And then he starts to realize. Yeah, really yeah. and the color just drains <laughs> out of his face. And that's when Grace says the, the goat is drunk as a lumberjack. I, had him, at, I had him at Dad's thinking spot. Uh, Grace. <laughs> Grace is like son of a bitch. So Carl's Jr. spills everything, and he's like, "I had him at Dad's thinking spot." And Grace goes, "Don't you mean drinking spot?" It's so great. Edwards is busted. busted. Fred got him busted, and and then and then Edwards threatens to eat him as revenge. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. With gravy and biscuits. Oh God. So all right, now Carl's Jr. and Laura are back to like square one here with this goat. And Carl's Jr. comes up with, I have to say, an Amy-approved idea. Take the goat out into the middle of fucking nowhere and just walk away. But Fred is not just a goat name. What is he, Jen? He's an agent of chaos. He is an agent (laughs) (laughs) of chaos. Laura somehow comes to the conclusion that God will take care of him. Right. So Laura decides, wait a minute, you're right, Carl's Jr. God will take care of him. If he's with Reverend Alden. Wait, no, wait for it, wait for it. She's like, who's closest to God? And Carl couldn't answer that question. <laughs> he says Jesus, and then she goes, no, I mean in Walnut Grove. And he couldn't answer that question. Well, I'm worried Carl, about Carl. Carl, the answer is public enemy number one, Because uh, everything Alden. gets better when you involve Reverend Alden. Everything. So Reverend Alden is... In the church, and he's practicing his sermon, which is going to be on caring for all God's creatures, big and small.
2: <laughs> oh, the, the kids irony.
0: come in and they start trying to sucker him into to feeling sorry for Fred by talking about him like he's human. And they that mentioned everybody everyone hates everyone Fred. Everyone in town who hates him, and it's like Harriet and Doc Edwards and Carolyn and Edwards and Charles Reverend Alden. Be suspicious. This group of people. They don't agree about anything. Right. So what's going on here? Something's not
2: right. Right.
0: This is the devil. So all of a sudden, Rev bends over, and what happens, Jen? Fred gets him. You have the super zoom on the the eye, and he looks crazy. That one hurt because he went right into a wall. Like that hurt. He did. Finally, they decide to go with Carl's plan and abandon Fred in the wild. Okay. Laura starts crying. She has a tough time. Fred won't leave her. So she throws a rock at him. But he just takes off then. It doesn't take a lot for him to leave because he does not give a fuck. (laughs) Fred's got bitches to see. He does not care. And I wrote, Fred will be way happier this way oh, instead yeah. of tied up with a rope to a barn. It's like rain of chaos can just carry on from <laughs> county to county. So then later we see the goat in Mr. Jink's wagon eating all the, the cattails that Charles has gathered. Apparently he quite enjoys those as a snack. And the goat attacks him, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> he like jumps at him, like, in, like on him. Not yes. yes, he does. All right, Jen, this is a great scene. The Ingalls are coming home from church and they're discussing the sermon. And Charles is like, God, that was a fiery sermon about the wages of sin. And Carolyn's like, he must have changed his mind. He was going to talk about loving creatures. Big and small. <laughs> so they arrive home and they see Mr. Jakes pulling in. And they're not exactly happy to see him. But Jen, guess what? Jenks needs Charles' help because some rando goat ate all of his cattails. Yep. Fred's revenge. Yep. So suddenly, like, Charles has this guy over a barrel because he's like, I need them. I need you to gather them for me because I guess this guy doesn't know how to climb into a creek and do this himself. Apparently he doesn't. Even though he looks perfectly able-bodied. Right. So Charles negotiates 12 bucks cash in advance. And let me and- just say that Fred has made more money in an hour than all of them put together in a month. <laughs> when they were trying to figure out how the hell to put shoes on these people, Fred just they just had like had Fred around. They earned you twelve bucks mm-hmm. So now, Jen, Fred is a better negotiator than Laura and Ma. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess now all is forgiven. Well, <laughs> Charles gives Carolyn the money. He's like, you better hide this because Fred will eat it. He will literally eat that money. Ghosts will eat anything. <laughs> Jenny, Laura's like, Fred has redeemed himself. And I went, how? How? By doing Just the by same being thing destructive at the right right it, person? He did this. It was a different context. In my opinion, then he redeemed himself when he headbutted Reverend Alden. Yeah. And flying into a wall. Or Harriet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Charles can't really argue. And, you know, Carrie even weighs in here like we give a shit what she thinks. <laughs> So Paul caves in, and Laura heads off to find Fred. Just in the middle of nowhere, Jen. She's just Laura's running, running, in running open all field. over the prairie. She's just running, literally all over the prairie. How would you be like? I'm gonna go find a goat just out in the wilderness. It's bizarre. She's running over various terrain, calling the goat by the name he's known for two days. He doesn't know this name. No, he doesn't. He was. Uh, what did what did his original owner call him? Hold on, let me go up. That dagnabbit goat. Maybe that was his name. <laughs> she should have tried that. Mm-hmm. She's running all over the prayer in her Sunday dress. Yes, and just running and running, and you just see these huge open fields. Like, how are you going to find this thing? This is a black. Though. She does well. She you see them. him up on the hill in the silhouette, and I'm like, <laughs> that is Satan. Like, it is Satan on the hill. <laughs> And Fred's like, I'm free to wreak havoc. Like, I'm living the life. Don't yes. try to fence me in. Yes. So Laura finds him, and he's with a bunch of nanny goats, which I guess this, are girls. This goat is so metal. I mean, he's just, he's amazing. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not coming back. Bye. I'm living the life that Edwards can only dream of. I'm drinking. I'm hanging around with the nanny goats. I'm free. I'm free. You are all slaves. And in this moment, Laura realizes Fred cannot be tamed. And she says, well, Fred, for one thing, you're not going to be the last of your kind. And she runs home to what I'm assuming waiting for her on the other side is a very relieved Charles. (laughs) I can't believe he even agreed to potentially bringing him back. So that's it. That's the end of the episode, Jen. It's amazing. amazing. I enjoyed it, but it was crazy. <laughs> um, I have to admit, oh God, I never thought I'd say this. The writing wasn't terrible. I mean, how do you fuck up this writing? But even the the subtle humor was pretty funny. Yeah, it, wasn't, like it was. Like I think it's a different new writer because they're just ripping through writers. Like their when show. they were talking about Reverend Alden changing his. Sermon. Like that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty good. Okay. So at the end of every episode, we ask ourselves, Jenny, whose fault is this? This is definitely Laura's fault for willing this evil into their lives. <laughs> okay. Um, I wrote that it's Rufus. No. What's his he name? He should have just shot the goat. He had the right plan. No, 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 Rufus Parsons. It's his fault because he should have trained that goat and no, kept he, him you, under wraps. You, you don't train a goat. Goats do whatever the fuck they want. He's responsible. That's like training a hermit crab. Like, you don't train these things. They just I understand, work. but he is responsible. Like, where did he get this goat from? Why did he bring this goat into their lives? We don't know where he got him from. Maybe it's in the bunny episode. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, we don't a, even know where Rufus Parsons came from. No, he's random too. So, he's random too. So okay. maybe it's the writer's fault. I mean, it's always the writer's fault. Hmm. Like, do you really think Laura Ingalls Wilder dedicated a chapter of one of her books no, to this there's no. no There's no chance. There's, there's, <laughs> there's no chance. <laughs> I read the books. Probably two or three times when I was a kid. She but she might have mentioned a goat that she had. It's probably been 30 years. So, guys, come at me if this is a thing in the books. That I she will love read the goat. if this a thing in the books. Like, if this actually happened, I will be so impressed. It could. Goats are crazy. Goats are crazy. Okay. So, at the end of every episode, Jenny and I look back and think about an idea or theme or something that stayed with us. Either from the first time we saw the episode as children or on the rewatch. And we call it our why. And it's designed to finish the sentence, Gen X, this is why. So, Jenny, what is your why for this episode? So I have a long why for this one. Oh, boy. Great. <laughs> I know. Like, who knew that the goat would bring up so many things? Super excited. Go. This is why I find it hard to watch Little House coming off of a Star Trek binge. Like, how the hell is this my favorite episode? This is how desperate I am for any level of unpredictability. I need to go to rain chaos down on Walnut Grove <laughs> to be entertained. <laughs> I mean, for example, you hear a rumble in the distance in Little House. That's a thunderstorm or maybe a tornado. Maybe if you're really lucky, it's a mineshaft collapse, right? That's it. Mm-hmm, sure. It. On Star Trek, a rumble in the distance can mean a temporal shift, a random space anomaly, a space whale, which is endangered. Mm. A Romulan warbird. Like it could be any of these things. It could be any of these things. And in 2020, a rumble in the distance could be a civil war brewing, an earthquake in New York, a tornado in New York. You know, this is true. The five main characters are all strangers living in their own bodies because one had a Klingon grafted into his body when he was a prisoner of war. One was dead for a few weeks and later rematerialized. One had been getting visited by a future version of herself. One was a human interface for the ship's spore drive that allowed them to travel on a fungus highway across the universe in seconds. And the last was kidnapped by her own memories and held prisoner on the said fungus highway. You just don't get this stuff with the Shane, You know what I love so much about Peaky Blinders? (laughs) Like Tommy Shelby is so fantastic. And his romance with Grace really just is the greatest part of season one. But I also love aunt Polly too. She's awesome. Oh, so, we're not doing this. We're not just talking about our favorite. So shows. Sp- Spock was shooting up some AI that took over. A Guys, I to stop to this. Stop to it. protect all life in the universe. Stop it. I mean, that's Star Trek as fuck. You're just trying to talk <laughs> about Star Trek. <laughs> it's so good. You have to watch it. I know you don't understand any of it, like, they're actually traveling. It's 100 years before the Jean-Luc era stuff. I understand Star Trek. And I'm hoping that Jean-Luc comes into it. Okay, but I'm like, apparently. no, this is 100 years before Jean-Luc. He's not. But now, guess what? Guess what? They have to travel to the future to protect the universe. And you know what's going to happen. They're what gonna does this have Jean-Luc? to do with Fred the Goat? <laughs> I hate it. I'm, I'm just saying that I was starving for some kind of action on Little House and Fred Fred brought that. Fred you brought know that. what would be good to watch if you were starving for action? The boys. No, I'm watching Star Trek Discovery. The boys. Are they, are they all humans existing in our regular timeline? I'm not interested. It's amazing. You'll like it. All right. So are you done? <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Um, guys, I'm so sorry. I don't even know what that was. If you're still listening, I'll give you my why. <laughs> this is why... You can't tame pets that are not made to be tamed, like my cat Jude. Jude is a cat, a domestic cat. Jude was a crazy cat. The first day I got him I knew he was crazy. Why did I try to own something that can't be owned? It was a kitten. And yeah. I'm going to I'm going to extrapolate this out to this is a life lesson. Even in romantic partners, you cannot Don't tame what cannot be tamed. That's true. Yeah, It's true. If you meet somebody and they're like, I don't like commitment and I don't want to be tamed and you do, stay the fuck away from them. They're, you're not going to change them. You're That's not right. going to change them. That's right. If somebody meets Jenny and is <laughs> like, I want to get married, just go the other way. She's not doing it. You cannot tame her. And the same goes for pets. You cannot tame pets. Jude was a tiny kitten. When you got him, he was a maniac. At Christmas, he ripped open all the gifts. I mean, it's paper, and he was a kitten. Of course, that's what never got happen. better. It never like, got better. I love when people are surprised that a cat runs up a tree you bring inside the house and dangle a bunch of shit off of. My like, current cat surprised by that. My current cat is way better. I like Sterling, but he's no dude. Come on, <laughs> right? Because he's actually a good cat. But you cannot tame things that don't do not want to be tamed. Okay, can I, we all agree, agree on that? I agree with that. I think your assessment of Jude is wrong, but I agree with the premise. All right. Okay. So Jenny, why don't you tell everyone what we're doing next? We're doing um that episode with Reverend Alden. Oh, boy. The, bull, bully the bully boys. boys. Speaking of the boys. I the can't bully wait. Boys. I don't remember this episode, but it has been presented to me that there's some Reverend Alden bullshit that I'm going to get behind in this the one. The so. people of Walnut Grove have no idea what they're in for when, three, when the three Gallander brothers settle in. The oldest two run up large bills at the mercantile and mill, and the youngest boy causes problems at school. Everyone tries to take Reverend Alden's advice and give them a chance. But when their crimes turn violent, Holy the shit. community's religious loyalties are tested. All right. Okay. Oh, come on. That's gold. Okay. Gold right there. All right, guys. So thanks for listening. Make sure you check out our Patreon feed. Again, that's patreon.com slash X This Is Why. And you can also find Jenny and me on Facebook at gen X, th- Facebook.com, the Gen X This Is Why, whatever. And you can find Star Trek Discovery on CBS All Access. No, stop it. well, (laughs) Jenny. And you can find Piggy Blinders on Netflix. (laughs) And The Crown. Come at us if you want to talk about The Crown. I'm really like I'm going to kill my friend Glenn because he got me all hooked on Discovery. Because some of the later Star Treks I'm not as into. But he's like, no, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. So I started watching it like two weeks ago. Or a week ago, not even realizing the crown was coming out, and now he's watching the crown. I'm like, I'm not done with, I'm not done with it yet. I'm not done with discovery yet. I have to wait till I'm done. with Glenn that. is also watching the boys. I, he's a maniac and loves it. We're gonna keep up with him and his media. It's like mom. Yeah. mom has watched every show. I think she did Netflix. Like it's done. <laughs> <laughs> but he keeps like, like dropping these little things about the crown. I'm like stop it. I can't. I can't want, I'm hoping to get through season three of Discovery this, like in the next two days, maybe. And then that's going to be tough. Um, I I, to- I'm struggling to watch the crown because the first two episodes, very animal centric. So I have to be in a room by myself. Again, you did this yourself on that note. All right. Thanks for listening. and We'll see you next time. Hi everyone, Amy here. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you like what you hear, please consider leaving a 5-star review. It really helps us to grow the podcast. If you'd like to support us, please consider joining our Patreon feed, patreoncom GenX. This is why. We're also on Facebook, and we have a Facebook group called the Mimi Me Bees, M E - M E B. You can find this and all other information including an email address for contact at www.genxthisisy.com. Thanks so much, and thanks for listening.